Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and tonight we're coming to you with an emergency podcast because there is a labor agreement in Major League Baseball. And we're going to talk about that with Carlos. Carlos, how you doing? What's happening, man? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm ready to watch some baseball. I don't know about you. Hell yeah. <laughs> we also got Branch is on with us. Branch, how are things? Awesome, man. I'm. 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 You know, fire up the Vogarty, put me in, coach. Let's play some ball. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch. <laughs> Let's go. We also got Ryan back on with us. Ryan, how are things? Guns and kittens, how are we doing today? Baseball's back. The return of baseball. So as of 7 o'clock Eastern tonight, which today is the 10th of March, um, Major League Baseball is fully back in business. Free agents can be signed. Trades can be made. So far, nothing's happened yet, uh, but... I'm sure something, maybe something will happen while we're podcasting. You never know. Uh, terms of the deal, we'll, we'll just do some general specifics. Um, so there's going to be a $50 million pre-arbitration bonus pool. I think that's for 100 players. Uh, minimum salary is going to raise to 700 k for this year, and then it's going to increase 20000 a year every year after that. Uh, the competitive balance tax is going to start at $230 million this year, and then it's going to go up uh, to $233, $237, $241, and $244 over the next five. There's going to be a six-pick draft lottery, which I think is – I would have done the entire um, amount of teams that didn't make the playoffs in the lottery, but even six is better than nothing. I think that will help a little bit with some of the tanking. Universal DH, which means DH is now in the National League, finally. Uh, we're going to have 12 teams in the postseason. And uh, there's going to be a, a like a kind of a rules committee between players and owners. And uh, there's going to be an umpire where they can implement rules changes with a 45-day notice. And that could be for things like they were talking about possibly banning the shift uh, the bigger bases, maybe a pitch clock, that kind of thing. Uh, and there's going to be um, 20 rounds in the draft. Uh, and a player will no longer be able to be optioned more than five times in a season. So, Carlos, since you have an intimate knowledge of uh, baseball and labor agreements and all of that good stuff, what are your thoughts on this deal? And uh, will this keep the peace five years and beyond, or will we be looking at another strike slash lockout in five years? Um, that's going to be hard to project. Just, you know, just, just with how much back and forth was going on, why they waited so late. It, it doesn't give me any hope that they're going to talk during the season much because there's no fake deadline to throw out there. Um, 
But as far as this CBA, I mean, I like it. I haven't seen all the all of the details, but you know, going off of what I saw earlier today on the basic principles that you were speaking of that, that they're going to agree to, to me, it sounds like a like a win. Yeah, I uh, the one thing I did leave out is that the international draft they're they're they've tabled that basically until July just to get this deal done. But there's talk of if they if they finalize an agreement on an international draft, it might not start till 2024 and uh, they haven't fi- they would have to finalize how that would what like what that would look like, who would be eligible, that kind of thing. But um, I think it's I think it's a good compromise that the players got a little bit of what they wanted. Uh, maybe the owners got a little bit more than that they wanted, but at the same time, um, the big things for me for the players is the the raising the minimum salary for the guys who, um, you know, weren't high draft picks, but they come in and make the majors. They're going to get that seven hundred k. I think that's up from what five forty or five sixty something like that. So that's a pretty yeah. good increase. That's almost that's almost double what I got when the, my first year was like three ninety. I think. Yeah. So that's. I mean, it's wild. And I, I think that's a good thing because um, there hasn't really been any kind of cost of living increases for those guys that aren't, you know, making the $20 million a year, that kind of thing, um, since mm-hmm. the last CBA. So I think that was good. I think the uh, – I really like the universal DH, and I like the the draft lottery. I wish it was more teams, but uh, – just trying to find ways to prevent tanking. Um, now there's draft lottery in the NBA and they're still tanking, but the way it's set up is, uh, and I have to see the details on how they're going to set up the draft lottery. But in the NBA, the worst team has an overwhelming uh, chance at getting either the first pick or the second pick just based yeah. on, because they, they assign numbers and they draw numbers. We could get into that. I mean, it'd be, you know, 20 minutes of talking about it, but I'd be interested to see how they're going to weight uh, the lottery in terms of if you're the worst. Obviously, if you're the worst team, you probably have the best chance at the first pick, but not a hundred percent chance, kind of thing. But that that lottery to me is it's almost pointless. Like, is how many times does the number one overall pick make it? It's a pretty low percentage still. Yeah. Like, there's really no like, what are you tanking for? Like, every once in a while, there might be a Bryce Harper. I mean. Mike Trout wasn't that, you know. He was a number one pick. No, um, so it's to me that's just like okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's not gonna it's not gonna prevent teams from tanking. Teams are tanking just basically just to, to save money. It's yeah. not because they want to get uh, you know restock with with young good players because that doesn't happen in the in uh, MLB. You do that through trading, not through the draft, right? Yeah. Because, like you said, the the draft is such a crapshoot, especially with Major League Baseball, because you're drafting high school guys, too, in, in addition to college. Whereas, you know, these other leagues, yeah, an NBA guy can make an immediate impact. An NFL player can make an immediate impact. Even an NHL player could. But in baseball, you're talking years down the road that these guys are going to be making their, potentially making their debut. So... I don't know. There's need, there needs to be more, I think, in terms of encouraging teams to spend. Um, I think the players tried, but they compromised a little bit on that. Um, Branch, 
What are your thoughts on this new deal? Uh, that if I'm Jonathan Indy, I'm I'm, I'm calling the, the, the MLB uh, front office and see if they can uh, backdate that rookie of the year bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know he's never going to say anything, but it's like, oh, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, that's another detail that I. I didn't talk well, about he's that already detail. A so he's all right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what did he sign for? Uh, well, first was, round pick. He probably. I want to say it was like three, three eight? or four, something like that. Three oh, eight. Yeah. Yeah. He good. Yeah. 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 Uh, but but yeah. But overall, I think I think the whole thing's all right. And yeah, I don't. I think they really didn't do anything to address tanking. Um, I'm hoping that you know it seemed like there's some division amongst the owners. Uh. That the other owners can start shaming owners into like not participating really, because you know when they first started the CBT stuff, that was really just to try to control the Yankees at the time, you know. But then the Yankees kind of quit doing it. Now it's trying to control the Dodgers and what looks to be the Mets, you know, because it looks like we'll see how crazy Cohen goes. All teams are scared of but the Mets, he, but he's like, yeah, they're scared to death of him. But he might. He might just cause people like the Castellinis to have to sell out. To like, listen, if 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 this is part of your portfolio, and you all are taking money to live on out of baseball, then it ain't gonna work. You got to be rich enough to not care. You know, so we'll see how that works out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I gotta. I, I'm always. I'm wondering if any other fan base hates their owners more than than. The Reds do now. I mean, I understand it used to be the Will Ponds with the Mets, but now they they got a they got an owner that cares. I don't know. Um, that would be interesting to dive into sometime. I think and that the Will Ponds Pirates was, have to hate theirs, right? I would think so. <laughs> Although there were a lot of Pirates fans on Twitter today, like going to bat for the owner and saying that he shouldn't have, or uh, saying that. This this deal shouldn't have been approved and all this. And I'm like, did you all read the deal? That's weird. The owners didn't lose. Yeah. They didn't win, but they didn't lose. It was it was yeah. it was a pretty fair deal. My favorite part of this entire deal, though, is that I do not have to watch have a game that I'm watching that there is two runners on, there's two outs, and the gosh damn pitcher is stepping into the box. Yeah, Carlos. Thank God, it's actually going to be interesting. Sorry, Carlos, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it was funny. Ryan, give me your thoughts. Baseball's back. That's some dynamite thoughts there. I, I thought you'd have a little <laughs> bit more than that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ryan. He's, he's going to feel razor on us. I can't believe he paid 500 bucks for that group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't tell them there's a $500 appearance fee. Oh, shit. They've done it for free. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, thanks. I was hoping you would talk for like a minute or two, but that's fine. Um, Is he gone? Did, did he leave? <laughs> Did he, did he leave? <laughs> okay, did did his wife buy a gun for Ryan or did she buy a gun for Ryan? 
What the hell? Oh. Well, maybe he'll jump back on. <laughs> Is he alive? <laughs> um yeah, that now it's definitely a Phil hey, thing. There he is. There he's he's back. You know what? I have no idea what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> we thought you pulled we thought know. you pulled a Phil. Guys, I was sitting here just going on and on and on about oh, how amazing shit. I think uh, the new CBA is, but uh, actually, no, I wasn't. I was going, hey, can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? No. Um, okay, yeah, so anyway, um, God, I would hate it if I razored myself. Um, but uh, I, personally, I think, the, I think the new deal is good for each side. Um, I think uh, that last round of negotiations, um, I think it really backed with a when the owners canceled the first round of games, I think that really backfired on them. And I was glad to see them come back to the table and actually want to play ball. And um, I'm happy that baseball is back. I'm happy that they got it done. I think, um, I think it's a, a good deal for each side. Um, I'm excited to see what the international draft is going to look like and how that's going to work with the rotating they're doing. They are doing the rotating like pods of teams, correct? I haven't heard the details on that. For the, if they do it, yeah. But yeah, the rotating pods of teams. I'm, I'm interested to see how that works. Like who, who's lumped in together, so to speak. Like, are they going to do a, you know, a, a, like Yankees and Reds and Rockies together, and so on and so forth? Like, will there be one team that's a, a higher? market team with a bunch of the quote-unquote small market teams, which is horseshit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how that's all going to work out. Um, I the, the one thing, I, I said this on, uh, on the Bird app earlier, um, the qualifying offer, does that, does that begin immediately? Like, I don't think so. Like, I don't think, think what so. happened last year is going to – like, I think okay. they're still going to get the pick for Nick. If you sign somewhere else, so that was the question I had because, oh boy, if they didn't if they didn't try to work out a longer te- like term deal with him and just let him walk away without getting a single bit of compensation, that's bad. That is a very bad look um, for them. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. We'll see which way the the owners try to manipulate the current system because you know there's loopholes in there. There's got to be. I mean. They wouldn't have agreed to it if there wasn't loopholes and some way of fucking the players over some way. So we'll we'll see how that works. Well, according to the statement from the Reds uh, and uh, Nick Crawl, that they're going to take a couple of days to uh, digest what is in the CBA. And I'm thinking, is this a couple of days where you're going to do nothing or a couple of days where you're going to go over the, the loopholes and the finer points? Because it sounds like it's... I'm hoping that there's going to be some movement with the Reds, but at the same time, nothing's really changed with Bob Castellini, so I could see the Reds not doing much of anything other than trade a couple of pitchers. Yeah, they're going to trade some pitchers, man. <laughs> so. Number one, that's I think the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to trade two of either Louise, Sonny, or Mally, yeah. whichever one gives them the best uh, – you know, whichever one gives them the best deal back, which, you know, the, you know, crawl, the one, the one thing that I, I sort of, not the word I want to use, but the one thing that I do like crawl 
his his scouting department and the guys that he listens to. Um, I I think that those guys are very smart. I think that they're very good um, at scouting prospects. Um, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully as to not give them too much credit. I think that the, they're very good at drafting. Let's say that. They're very good at drafting. And I, I'm hoping that if they are trading guys like Castillo, they are trading guys like Sonny, that they're getting back a, a – I'm gonna make me want to put my head through a fucking wall. That's yeah. really what I'm trying to say. My hope is that if they're gonna trade some of these guys, they're gonna be making some decent money. It's to free up enough space to sign either a Nick Castellanos, maybe a Kyle Schwarber, so that you know Tom Brandon's head can completely explode. But <laughs> it, I See, mean, that is not what they're doing. They're, I know. They're I know. To cut that payroll. And um, they're going to absolutely try to cut that payroll and, you know, get ready. I, you know, I, I said this to you guys, um, you know, a couple of days ago, whenever some of the details that they were agreeing upon started coming out, get ready for incredibly young Reds teams. Yeah. Like, he's absolutely making the opening day roster. Absolutely. He's going to make it. Especially if they trade Either two well, starters. Yeah. Him, yeah. Him or Who's going to make it? Hunter Green. Hunter, I think I think Hunter Green's going to make a, the opening day roster. I absolutely, I absolutely. I'm, I'm still, I'm still like I think either Hunter or Lodolo will. I don't know which. I don't think. So the only reason why I choose Hunter is one, he's already on the, he's already on the forty man roster, and they have, um, oh, how do they say his name? Re- Reaver San Martin. Yeah. I think is how you say yeah. it. Uh, he's a lefty, and the only reason why I think they would keep. They would choose him over Lodolo as he's they're already on the forty man and they already have a lefty for the for the rotation. So now if they didn't, I could see Lodolo making the opening day. And he and here's the thing, he still might. They might go ahead and it depends on who they get rid of. Yeah. You know, I mean if, if they trade all three, I could see that, yeah. I, I honestly like it would it really just none, nothing is going to surprise me with how cheap I don't see him trading three, I see him trading two. So do I. And I think I don't know what Gray and Castillo is going to such a haul. It's huge. Molly's be a pretty big haul too. So. I, I believe it was Tom Verducci. I could be wrong on that on MLB Network, and um, said that he he was hearing that the Reds were more keen to trade Molly and Gray and keep yeah. Castillo. Yeah, try to keep Castillo and and Molly. Uh, there was a lot of interest from Toronto. So we'll see. That's a good. That's a good farm system to try to. to yeah, it is. You can pluck from. from. I mean, yeah, they've graduated a lot of guys, but. I but mean, I still think they're going to try to compete, even with trading those two. So that that's where it comes into question with you know. Well, what they're going to try to compete. Expanded playoffs, so you got a better chance of making, making the playoffs yeah. with a mediocre roster. And we don't know how they like, like as Ryan was saying. We don't know how they feel about their, some of their AAA pitchers. You know, yeah. I, I don't see Hunter Green making the opening day lineup just because uh, opening day roster. It's because of the shortened spring training. That's true. I didn't like, think that. he's coming That's... back from injury, and there's really no point on rushing him since they are adding. If Kirby and already been, he's throwing already. Wow. Well, and like people like Green one of those two guys are, are too. One, one of those, yeah, one of those three guys is going to make the, the, the opening day roster, and. And really, the reason why is because of the draft pick conversation. 
Carlos, you think they're just going to baby? They're going to really baby Green through through all that, which I I think they will. Yeah, I mean, I think you you have to almost. Yeah. How many innings did he get last year? Was it 130? I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. <laughs> he he was 120 to 130 right in there. Yeah. So which if he would, starts off the, starts him. the year out, I mean, he's not going to finish the year if he. Yeah. If he starts the season in the big leagues. He's never I'm played sorry. a season that long, never thrown that many innings. Actually, Lodolo ain't got that many innings yeah. in this year either. Yeah. I still think if they trade three pitchers, which, again, probably unlikely, but if they do, I, I would not be surprised if Graham Ashcraft gets a serious look, look at maybe not opening day, but in, you know a month or two into the season is coming up and joining the rotation. He, I mean... He's been impressive, and you know what? <laughs> You're going to have to have somebody throw all those innings if you trade a bunch of guys. So, what is he? He's 24, so it's not like he he's like just out of college or anything. Yeah, yeah. And they're only allowed to roster. They're only allowed to roster 13 pitchers. And you got the five call-up thing. You only get five times back yeah. and forth. That's what. That's another thing. Is that's not that's that doesn't happen to too many players. Unless you're on the Dodgers. five times in one year. Unless you're the Dodgers. Well, I think it was the, the Dodgers are fantastic at it with the relievers. They are wonderful at that that crap. Was it the Rays? They, they should be IL for it though. You know. <laughs> was it the Rays that optioned a guy nine times in two months last year, something like that? Yeah, Bills did it with uh, Olivares, I think, last year. Yeah, yeah, the, and and the Dodgers did it. God, who were they doing it with? I can't remember. The one guy had the same three four times. Yeah, might have been Gonsolin. So what happens then? Like, you you reach your five option limit. If you option a guy a fifth time, does he have to stay down the rest of the season then, or? Can you not option him? And he has to stay on the major league roster. Does probably the latter. This is the latter. If you send him down, they can't come back. Okay. Which... No, 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 no. There's like, no way that would up... be it. There's yeah. no way the players association would allow that. Yeah, say, oh, no, you're... we can't have you to come back up because we send you down. No, it's it's got to be the other way. Um, like, they have okay. to stay in the big leagues. So, like, you, you get called up. Down. You get caught up that fifth time. You're staying. Yeah, and the only way you get off the roster is if you're on the like the injured list kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That that would make sense. But, <laughs> Could that call it up that fifth time? Be like, woo! <laughs> Imagine somebody making a clerical error and calling somebody up and like, hey, service time. Crawl <laughs> <laughs> any ideas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now oh, now we get to the point of um we're gonna have a shortened spring training um we're still there's still gonna be weeks before rosters start coming into into clarity because of all the free agents that didn't get signed before <laughs> the lockout so of of these of these free agents, um, obviously, 
no matter how much you might want a Carlos Correa or a Freddie Freeman, they're not coming to Cincinnati. Uh, what about a guy, I don't know, like like a Michael Conforto? You think you think he plays well in Cincinnati? And how much he would you he? You can see him, him or maybe a Solaire. I just wonder, like, I know I joked about Kyle Schwarber earlier, but I think he's going to be even too expensive. With with 15 teams now getting a DH, Kyle Schwarber's price tag just went the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's the way it is. Well, even a guy like Nelson Cruz, he's he's almost as old as I am, but he's still raking. And yeah, like he, I, I think the Reds might actually try to go after McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah, they're they're going they're they got to get another outfielder. I mean, there's just no way around it. They have to get one more outfielder because the injury stuff with they can't they can't you can't. There's no way that they could feel comfortable going in saying Aquino is going to be the right fielder. <laughs> I mean, they you know, could. They could. <laughs> if they do, that's I mean, disappointing. Yeah. I don't think they're going. I mean. To. It, it could be Tyler Naquin and Aquino and, and Friedel with that spot. I mean, there's going to be some combination of that stuff going on. But the Reds traditionally have always kind of, you know, we don't know what's going to be going on with Senzel. And they traditionally still like to have some defense. So yeah, I'm, I, I guess. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, they didn't have very good defense last year. Let that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but traditionally, not as I'm saying, they do like to have some defense. <laughs> so they got hella defense at shortstop. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Farmer, you'll never be lonely at kylefarmersonly.com. Hey, Georgia Tech, baby. No, 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 no. He's listening. You better watch no, 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 no. He doesn't <laughs> listen to Jose, Jose, Ver- Jose Barrero. What are you talking about? That's our baby boy. Right? Baby boy. God, I hope so. My, my, baby, my baby boy, Jose. Carlos, if Kyle Farmer listened to this podcast, I would have to seriously question Kyle Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get Joey to listen, and then I'll be happy. Coop, have you, you ever met him? You want to know something funny? Yeah. He, he just they called, uh, or he just texted. Hey, you want to talk? I said, nope. How do you feel that? I just big league Joey for you, buddy. Now I feel honored. Hey, just, you know what? Add, add him in on Skype. Hey, Joey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't think Joey would go how do you, that. How do you feel about Bob Castellini, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> let's, ask the real, let's ask the real questions. Let's ask the tough questions. Mm. Never meet your heroes, guys. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna gym day this shit. <laughs> but who has the biggest goddamn hog, Joey? <laughs> I still say it here just because. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, genetics. I mean he's six four. I don't give a shit who can duck a basketball. Who's got a swinging hog? He can duck a basketball and probably swing knock you out with his hog. <laughs> All right, that's enough hog talk. Um <laughs> I think I think the honestly the the wild card um, for the outfield is uh, I mean it's 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 Nixon Zell, so that's that's the wild card. It really is. Um, I I don't know if they know what they're doing with him, and um, I I he's just kind of in this limbo, and no one's heard a single peep about him, either from the team or anything from him, and I just don't know 
what's what's the plan there, guys? <laughs> you know, but we're we're also talking about them trading possibly two pitchers, so it could it could resolve itself during that. I mean, there there are some teams that are heavy on outfielders. Well, and yeah. I mean, I mean there might be a team that'll want to take a flyer on Nixonville if you if you have to throw in somebody to get a better return on a pitcher. And you know what? I absolutely would. I would I would take that flyer in a heartbeat. Well, I mean, I mean, you're basically cashing in a one million dollar lottery ticket because that's about what he's going to make because he, he's first year arbitration eligible. Yeah. So he's going to make about a million, give or take. Is um are you are you sure? I think so. Because he got he got sent down at the end of last year. Well, he he was still arbitration eligible because he, he got tendered. Oh, uh, okay, I got you. All right. Yeah. Like if the Padres make a run at Castellanos, who can we yank from from the Padres outfield? Carlos. Uh, make- uh, <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Give them credit? Nobody. They need. They need a. They need an outfield outfielder. Will so Myers. No, thank <laughs> you. Not yeah. with that contract. No. God, no. Um, Eric Hosmer. Wow. No. Can Please. He, can he play anywhere other than first at this point? I don't. He. I don't know. DH. <laughs> yeah, cool. but then what are you gonna What are you gonna do with Moose? <laughs> uh, Seattle could do something. Yeah, uh, Seattle's gonna be nice. But you know yeah. what though? Like Seattle, I, here's the problem with that: Seattle doesn't want to give anybody up right now because their I, their farm system is not deep. It's <laughs> top heavy. It's not deep. I'd love to see Freddie Freeman side with Seattle. That'd be fun. Oh damn! <laughs> hey Seattle, I'm gonna be there next week. First time especially, ever. Especially since they start off with the Braves. Yeah, <laughs> it's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough April. Oh, the red schedule is a murder's row the first couple weeks brutal. of the season. They, I don't as bad as we all uh, we were all uh, last year about the ease of schedule. Hell, it's plus, they're going to finish up April like freaking you know winning percentage of eight fifty or something. If we all like, oh, it's going to be terrible because <laughs> I mean they were supposed to win like every damn game against the Pirates last year too, and they didn't. Uh, God, I'm talking, I'm talking I don't want to hear. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> this is supposed to be a happy day, damn it, dude. Yeah. I don't, it is a happy day. I don't want to hear how many games the that the Reds have against the Pirates ever again in my fucking life. Here's the happy thing to think about: they could trade off a Molly or a Gray, get some good stuff back from that, and as long as they actually get a decent outfielder. And it doesn't have to be the sluggiest of all sluggy outfielders, like a decent. Just give me somebody that gets on base. Gets on base, yeah, and and you do that with the, with what they currently have. And Nixon Zell can get hurt and break his sack again or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't even really matter. There's enough. There's enough there to platoon these guys that they got. That it's still five hundred team. And you still got Jesse Winker. If I've heard people yeah. try to say that the Reds would be interested in trading him, and I just don't see that. He's still cheap. Oh. And productive, you're hanging on to Jesse Winker until you can't afford him. And, and Torres is, is coming back, and Moose is not going to be as god awful as he was last year either. If you trade Winker now, you'd probably get the best return. But I just don't see them doing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. It's uh, with with we've seen in the way that like we've seen the way that Castellini likes to. He likes to do his business, right? There's going to be two guys 
from this current group that's going to get an extension. And I think one of those guys is Winker, and one of them is one of is one of my Mali or Castillo. Because if you look, that's kind of what he that's what he did last time. He gave it to Homer Bailey and he and yeah, Devin uh, Messerocco. Yeah, yeah. and Quaid yeah. like that, that. Like there's gonna be somebody from this team. If India will probably Jonathan India will probably get one, although he's a Boris client, isn't he? I'm not I sure. So. I think so, but I'm not sure. I think he is. But so, so there's going to be guys from this current group that's going to get an extension. And, like, you can't – like, the glaring the glaring, like, star is Winker, and then the other one is one of those rotation pieces. I mean, the, one of those two guys is going to get it. So I, all this talk about them trading everyone, at some point it just stops making sense, and I think that point is Winker. Speaking of Johnny Cueto, he's a free agent. You got anything left? We are. Are we going to do the Bronson Royal thing again? Well, I mean, he's thirty-five, and yeah, I don't know if if they have to fill some spots in the rotation. I wouldn't mind seeing Cueto be be your fifth starter, but uh, if they go young, what's a Cueto contract look like? What? What's a Cueto contract look like? Right Probably a year at ten million, something like that. Would it even be that? How much did he make in uh, San Francisco last year? Uh, oh, I was told there'd be no math. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Let me look I'm, that up I'm, real quick. Yeah, talk um, amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my internet's decided. He had to crap a out. he had a twenty two he had a twenty two million dollar. Um, he had a $22 million option. They declined, and the buyout was 5 mil. Yeah, he made 21-8 last year. Made 21-8. So, yeah, I guess I guess he would, he, yeah, 10 mil. He, uh, sure. He put only put up uh, 0.8 war last year. But. Um, it's better than Sinzel did. <laughs> no, it ain't going to be that, though, because they're not going to go 10 mil. Not a pitcher. You, just you, know, you know who has a better war than Sinzel? Who? You're talking to him, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting here just waiting for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hang on, I'm looking at Did y'all see, see that clip they put up of me, the sons of bitches? Yeah. Today? No way. No. Where's that at? Oh shit, um, Clay Snowden. Yeah. Okay. Oh, where he was asking about. Holy crap! You you got like a half a war better than him. <laughs> I thought it would be like a pointer, a little best. You got half a war better than him. Look at Carlos. No, I didn't see that he did he did he. Put up a highlight like, like often Baker and him. I don't know how it got started, but one of them said, uh, "You know, we should, you know, watch Carlos pitch and dissect it or whatever, something like that." And and then I think I think Clay found a clip whenever I gave up a mammoth bomb to <laughs> Soriano, and the announcer says, "That's about as far as you can hit one in this ballpark." <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen that the clip from the oh, Chicago side. I actually, I actually went looking for clip. I, the reason why 
my uh, my Twitter Avi, as the kids say, is uh, is you, Carlos, is because I actually went looking for clips, and all I found was some dude singing on the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Nick Nick uh, Kirby had been looking too. He couldn't find any. I'm supposed to. I've got the DVD with all my shit on it, but I don't know how to. I'm not very computer savvy, so I don't know how I would send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> just burn it and just mail it to all of us. Yeah, burn one of them. <laughs> burn it and mail it to all of us. Gonna, there you go. Yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find this highlight. Hopefully. Oh. And play it. Oh shit. Was it the <laughs> the uh Claiborne Snowden guy? Yeah. Oh wait, I got it. Hang on. <laughs> Carlos, you looked highly upset that you gave up that home run too. <laughs> uh, as soon as as soon as he hit it, it was smack the fuck. <laughs> you can see it on that video. Oh, that might have been the worst pitch I ever threw in my life. <laughs> oh shit, that hurt. Oh no. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, the catcher's back. Well, that one ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one where everyone, no one moves. They just stop and just watch the ball. Hey, but I'd, 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 I'd give my that wasn't even the furthest one I've ever given up either. That's a sad thing. Mark Reynolds hit one one year off of me that thank God there was a light pole that it hit on its while it was still going up. <laughs> the farthest home run I've ever seen hit live was Albert Pujols in Cincinnati. Dan Serafini was a pitcher. This is how, you know, this was back. Um, man, I don't want to know what year it is, like 03, 04. Maybe. And he hit it over the, the the riverboat wasn't even on top of the batter's eye at that point. He hit it over over that, kind of like what Adam Dunn did, only Dunn's went farther and bounced into the river. But it's the longest home run I've mm-hmm. ever seen in person. And it went every bit of, it was at least over 500 feet. I can't remember the exact measurement, but it was nuts. He hit it, and it just sounded different. Like, yeah. even even most home runs, you hear them, and they're like, okay, you hear the pop of the bat, and you know that one's going to go. But it sounded like an explosion, like somebody is, <laughs> had blown up a stack of lumber. <laughs> Dude, I, I seen Ken, Ken, Ken Caminetti hit one. In the Murph, and the Murph, you know, it's a dual purpose stadium. That's what you. And I seen him hit one in there, and I was like, holy hell, how can that ball keep going? He's going to take out an airplane or something. It was ridiculous. I'd say I, was the, sitting, the, I was sitting in the nosebleeds <laughs> with, my, with my, ba- my, my newborn at the time, and I was thinking, shit, I'm going to have to protect the kid. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got so many damn kids. I just throw the kid towards the ball, hoping that he'll <laughs> knock it down. 
<laughs> Speaking of, shout, shout out, out to Kev. Kev. Yeah, shout out to Kev <laughs> and his 47 kids. <laughs> Still talk to Kev occasionally on TikTok. Yep, yep. I'm the old guy on TikTok. Oh. But yeah, uh, Carlos, don't worry. Most people would give up their left nut to be able to give up a homer in the major league. So you're, yeah. already, you're already up on 99% of us. <laughs> yeah, Car- Carlos, one of my best friends, is a former minor leaguer from the Pirate system. Made it to double A, barely. Nice. And uh, <laughs> during this whole lockout, he, he's, uh, I think, 50 or 51. And he's like, dude, call me up. I'll play. I'll play. I'll play. I'll be <laughs> a damn. I don't give a good gosh damn. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I just put on my dark. Uh, I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm fucking kidding. I'm not I'm not putting myself at risk like that. Oh, dude, my fat ass got put catcher's gear on and got back down into a catching stance again. I'd die. I'd just have to sit there for a while. Yeah, I got a shitty heart, so I just I would just die on the field right there. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't make the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like meat and beer. Uh Ooh. so <laughs> I did hit an eight-year-old kid today and made him cry during batting practice. <laughs> now we got to hear that. Still got it, baby. You still, still got, got it. it. Still got it. Um, that's fine. I set my, my daughter, my oldest daughter, we set her up for a softball this year. So I spent $100 on a hitting net and bought her new gloves and a bat and all this shit. And God, she's terrible. <laughs> was just fucking awful. Come on, coach. Got it, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> come coach on, coach up. her up, I, uh, buddy. I, I almost, I was, I was watching her today, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't think I was ever this bad. Hey, hey Ryan, I called, a, I called a kid can't get right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, my my son was absolutely horrible. My oldest was so bad from about you know from t ball. He could hit off the tee. Then you move into minor leagues. He couldn't hit nothing. You put him in the field and like, like dude, it's like he couldn't even see grounders. It was horrible. <laughs> that went on from seven to ten until my dumb ass finally went. You know, I probably ought to get his fucking eyes checked. We got his <laughs> eyes checked. Blind as a goddamn bat. Things got much better right after that. <laughs> when you all get a chance, I might Father have a, of the year, baby. I've got yep. a. <laughs> I've got a new Twitter, Abby, whenever you all get a chance to look at it. Um, but uh, so, somebody replied with a question mark. You have. <laughs> hey, everyone's doing it. Let's just, uh, everyone has, uh, everyone get your uh, Carlos ad going. <laughs> you got another one? Yeah, I added another one. It's fine. I didn't put any caption on this one, which, oh. <laughs> yeah, the one. Three run home run. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, the one, I I had to run by Carlos because it was a little iffy on the caption. And he's, like, yeah. he's like, come on now. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, we, uh, we're going to have baseball finally um, within the next month. So, 
Carlos, I'll ask you this because the the spring training is definitely going to be shortened than a normal spring training. What mm-hmm. what is what kind of different ways are players going to approach getting ready, knowing that they're going to have basically almost two weeks less to get ready? Uh, there'll be a lot more of live batting practice. Uh, guys in there tracking and bullpens and stuff like that, but the hit, the hitters really aren't, aren't the the issue. It's going to be the pitchers, and you can only do so much. So it's going to you're going to see, you know, first month of the season where, you know, you're already seeing starting pitching not go much past the fifth inning much, but you're really not going to see that beginning either. Just they got to stretch it out. I mean, I think we talked about it last time. No matter how hard. You train, well, you know. Once you get to spring training and actually playing in those games, then then you really get sore, and and that's what you got to work through is that soreness. Yeah, because um, I know there there were people who talked about the the shortened twenty twenty season that with that shortened it wasn't really spring training, it was kind of summer training that that a lot of people saw a lot more injuries and um, uh, pitchers especially were not feeling we're not feeling it basically for the first couple weeks of the season and I, mm-hmm. I, you would think hopefully they would have learned or like the teams would have learned that um but here we go again with another shortened training so it's like um hope hopefully maybe the pitchers have taken it on their own will say hey you know i'm not gonna push myself and throw you know 60 pitches the first week i'm throwing pitches you know yeah. And yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll be smart about it. Yeah, because I mean, with as thin as this team's going to be, especially the Reds, thin in terms of depth. When when you've got a cheap owner who's not spending money, whatever you got in AAA is who's going to replace anybody that gets hurt. And in terms of position players. Outside of TJ Friedel, is anybody really ready to come in and start? Probably not. <laughs> Jose Barrero. Is he, though? I know. I don't know. I just wanted to say <laughs> that's not my shit. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> hey, maybe that's your center fielder. It, Hell, it might be. It might be. It might end up being a way that works out. I hope and with Ellie De La Cruz coming up, maybe it's the way it should be. I don't know. Yeah, Ellie's Ellie's big though. He's big. Like if you think Jose Barrero is big, like oh, Ellie's yeah. Ellie's big. I'm dude, hoping to go I see. I seen that uh, interview with him today, and he's got that 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 crusty the clown freaking hair, dude. It's cracking me up. He's man. he's dude, at least a year plus away though. Dude, he looks like a star. Like, oh yeah. I have. Oh yeah. I haven't seen him play. I've seen a couple of videos of him swinging, but seeing him in camp and just the way he's carrying himself, I'm like, shoot, this guy's going to be somebody. Yeah, and you know, because of his size, people are wondering if he's going to stick it short, but like, I'm sorry, like, I've, I've watched just some video of him and his actions at short, like, I think he can stick. So, nice. I mean, he's, he's, um, he's, he's, I think he's going to be a stud. I mean, he's. His floor, his floor could be never makes it past tri- double A, but like his ceiling is huge. I've not seen any scouting reports saying they're, that they're really worried about him sticking it short. 
Well, it's it's, the, it's not so much Reds. Yeah, the Reds aren't so worried that he won't stick it short. It's well, I mean, it's all, all the scouts and stuff and, and everything. I've not seen anything other than size, but I've not seen anything saying he isn't going to stick it short. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was Pipeline. Pipeline said that um, due to how big he is, something to that effect. I'll have to uh, – I'm going to pull it up right you now, think actually. That, you think they'd move him over to third if he keeps growing? Uh, he could end up in the outfield if he if he if he gets any bigger. He's what six five. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's listed at six two one fifty. I'm sorry, that boy. Ain't yeah, he's not. Good. He's not one fifty. No, I mean, he's here's the thing. Re- yeah, he's at least six five. Reese Hines is six four, and he's he's taller. He's taller and bigger than Reese Hines. Like he's he's big. Like he's at least six five. So, I mean, it depends on how he feels out. Um, cause if he, if, if he does get, if he ends up six, five and like, you know, two thirty, well then I don't know. You, then you got to think about it. Depend, it depends on if he still got his, his, his short area quickness at shortstop and keep his range. But, uh, I don't know. I think he's, I think he can stick. I think he's going to be a star. I really do. Here's hoping. And, um, you know, he got to what? Low A last year? Um, I think to, so. I think he – was he in Dayton? Right. I think he was in Dayton. I think he got to, I think he got to Daytona. He was at – Oh, he got to Daytona? It, it, Daytona's yeah, high. He, is, or they, they switched. Yeah, yeah, it's low A. Yeah, so he played 50 games at Daytona. It, he'll probably start there again, is my guess, this year. But uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he's uh, – if if Branch is coming down, meet me in Chattanooga and going to see him by the end of the year. Because um, oh, if he I, makes it I to Chattanooga, I'll come down there for a game too. Yeah, come on down. I got room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, shoot, man, he slugged at Daytona. He slugged four seventy seven as a nineteen year old. Nineteen, yeah, yeah. That's he fun. just turned twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited yeah, to see that works. He... Yeah, I'm excited to see how he how he plays this year. I mean, of of yeah, all yeah. the position so player maybe, prospects, it does take over center. So it might be the best thing. It really might. Oh, yeah. Jose Barrera. Yeah, I mean, he, he can. I've I was never I never had a problem with the fact that he could, he could play the position. I mean, yeah. I I never had an issue with the fact that he could play, you know, center field. I mean that that body frame and that speed out yeah. in center field that's great. It's um, all about however, it's all about the bat with him at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. With him, he's got it. He's got a hit, and I think he can. It's almost like he's got major league baseball yips when it comes to major league pitching, because it's just such a drastic contrast between Triple A and the pros. I mean, I know the pitching's better, but damn, I mean, it's drastic. How 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 many? I used to know this off the top of my head. You can tell that we've had a lockout because I'm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little foggy on everything, but he. Guy, I mean, he's he hasn't even had he's had half a season worth of of oh, he's bats. Two hundred fifty at bats. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, he's got he's uh, got two he's got he's got two hundred two hundred forty six plate appearances. I mean, yeah. no, nobody. I, think, I don't think anybody's ready to give up or anything. It's just yeah, like he's. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be fine. He's what four? Yeah, he just needs to twenty three. Carlos, did you get him out? Who? Barrero. Barrero. Oh, for sure. 
I get them all out. <laughs> I'd give it to Joey too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, her, my main thing about Barrero, you know, going to and playing in the outfield was really just the fact that, like, I'm sorry, but Kyle Farms, he's 31 years old, <laughs> you know, and he's 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 not been traditionally good in his career. He had he's had one good week. I'm going to call it a season. We're going to call it a season. I'm going to give him a season. We'll give him a season. Week. But Two uh, weeks. Um, and, and really his best role is as your, you know, he's playing second base today. He's playing third base today. He's playing shortstop today. Shortstop you know, lead off. For, yeah, he's playing he's playing first base. Clean up. He's playing first base today. Like he's, you know, he's he's that guy that his his most valuable asset is the fact that he can move around a bunch. So I don't see why we feel the need that we have to stick him at shortstop, especially when we have a a young shortstop who's who. I mean, let's be honest. Like it, long term, he's probably a better defensive player. I just I don't see the value in that or the well, analytical part of that. The thing so is, the thing with Kyle Farmer is that if I ever got to meet him, he'd probably punch me in the face. So at least we'll get to laugh at that. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I mean, I can take it. You can no. touch me. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm sure Kyle, Kyle Farmer is a very nice guy. I'm well, sure. the, te- the team didn't do themselves any favors in 2020 when Bell came out and was like, you know, Jose Barrero is my starting shortstop till the end of the season. Then like 10 games later, no, he's not. Well, yeah, no, they, they, they never – 2020, they never even let him get started. Like, he basically well, – well, Yeah, out, I mean – They didn't they, they, give him a chance they, to adjust. He's starting till the end of the season, and then he didn't. That, yeah. Why, Last, even, why even talk about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to – just say we're going to bring him up. He's going to play. I'm not going to say he's going to play every day. He's yeah. going to play. Bell said he was going he, – he's our starting shortstop now. I mean, he was like – Yeah. And then, a week, and then a week later – on the bench, <laughs> yeah, then he's yeah. On the bench. Like, and then they and then they left him on the bench. Like he barely got to play the rest of the year. Uh, uh. Like just, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, Sinzel and Barrero are some of the most, as far as talent wise, players that have come up and and through the red system, and, and they just the Reds just don't well, handle it. Barrero, I think. Still has some time. Sinzel has yes. had time and has not yeah. produced. Whereas Barrero, I'm I'm willing to give him the whole season and see how he adjusts to the major league pitching. Um, he might not, you know, he's not going to be a starter probably, but as as the first guy off the bench and uh, spot starter at short and at center. Um, Man, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't like that at all. I mean, I'm that's, <laughs> for him. Wouldn't I? Would not. He would not be sitting on the bench for me. You can you can start him somewhere. No, you know? I no. I agree. It's just they're not they're not going to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They might. They've got a big hole in the outfield. Yeah, I think he's got a better chance of making the uh, opening day lineup as a center than he does as a shortstop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For just sure. because of Bell, and you know, it's kind of going to be like a, a a nod to Kyle Farmer last year. You know, it's like the like them taking care of him, letting him have an opening day start. You know, and, and giving him his chance, I guess, at the beginning to see if he can. Absolutely. But and, and um, really, but what we all need is Herrero's bat to get cooking, and then they have to 
they have to play Barrero. Yes, That's absolutely. So. Yeah, and really, honestly, like I mean, if you if really if you think about it, if I mean if Gino comes out and is just dog shit again, then you know you move either Farmer to third and Barrero to shortstop and say, hey, this is what we're doing now, or you move Barrero to third base, you know, and let Farmer stick at shortstop. Yeah. You know, I mean, because I mean, a lot of things could go down. Like Gino could be dog shit again. Moose could get hurt again. Um, you know, I mean, hell, far they it, India could get hurt. I mean, and yeah. then they have to move far, and maybe they have to move Farmer around, or maybe they have to move Barrero around. There's plenty of at bats to be had for these guys. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, not super worried about it at this point. I think definitely think that he's part of the the plans. It's just where 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 are we playing it? And I'm all for giving Kyle Farmer the first crack at, at shortstop. Let him have it. He, I mean, he quote unquote earned it, earned the respect of his teammates. So let if, him have it for a little bit. If the Reds don't sign any big time free agents, who's going to DH for this team? We start with you, uh, Mustakis. Uh, Mustakis, you think? Yeah, Mustakis. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it would be Moose against right-handers for sure. Moose over, say, Winker? Yeah. Because we, we're having trouble finding yeah, out. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It would, it would uh, it'd be Moose first and then versus a lefty. Who um, would be the lefty? Maybe maybe it's Gino, you know? Gino. Some action or. Yeah. Or Kyle Farmer DH, and you know that'd be a chance for for like uh, for Burrell to play short because he can, you know, he hits lefties better than average. So I don't know. Well, here's hoping a couple of decent players get signed. I know a couple of decent outfielders. <laughs> I kind of really, really want McCutcheon. I, I kind of. I think he would be fun. I think the fans would really, really like him. And and that left hand situation we had going on last year sucked. <laughs> and McCutcheon crushes left. Oh, he rakes lefties. So, he still got some gas in the tank. I think, I think Stevenson's going to come along though. He's somebody that just rakes lefties too. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm so excited about Stevenson this year. He's going to start. I, you know, it's, he's going to have a lot on his shoulders, but I I think that kid's going to be something really well, really cool. As as the roster stands now, it's basically he's basically the only catcher in the organization. <laughs> uh, I think I'm, last time we this podcast is like what are they do. I'm like, well, they will sign another catcher. Well, they and did. I, do, I do believe that they they did draft that guy out of uh, Florida State. What was his name? Yeah. Matt Nelson. Matt Nelson. Yeah. yeah, but he's a couple years away. Yeah, there there will be a new, another right. catcher we do not know of today that is on the red. It's not going to be Klazarski or however you say no, that. Chris Oakey. Call of Zar- call of- How does it? Call it. Fuck Chris Oakey. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Chris Oakey. <laughs> so, um, does anybody have any other uh, talks out this new agreement that you'd want to talk about? Um, I wish they made those rule changes now. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to know what's going to be the banning of the shift. So what does that mean? <laughs> Hopefully, some really cool acrobatic. <laughs> freaking stops in between second and and first my guess is that the ban is going to be like you have to have two players on either side of the bag in the infield 
where you could still put your stuff like right at the bag, but you're not going to be able to put the three guys on one on the on the same side. Yeah, watching Bandy Machado jog out to right field was brutal. <laughs> God, I hate that. But watching the shortstop stand at second base, and as soon as the pitcher lets go of the ball, start sprinting towards first. Man, there's lot to be some really cool ass plays come from that. Just on the highlight reels in the morning, you know. Well, it'll be interesting. <laughs> and you know, at some point, some guy's going to be sprinting over to where they want to be, and the ball's going to get hit behind them. Ankle. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see how exactly. I mean, it ha- you, c- it has to be two players on the side of the bag because how else? Yeah. you can't say, "Oh, you must be within ten feet," and blah blah blah. No, no, no it's gonna be two- it's gonna be it's gonna be the shortstop can stand on the second base bag, right? Or the second baseman if it's a right-handed hitter. Yeah. Pitcher lets go of the ball, or probably as soon as he's into his windup, can break. They can move at that point. I don't know. I bet they would even say you can't break on the pitch. No, it's gonna it's gonna be when it leaves his hand or when he moves. <laughs> Although, imagine a guy running and getting smoked by a liner because he's not ready for it. Yep, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Watch somebody get knocked out. <laughs> well, the, the, what's gonna be fun is they're gonna be breaking, and basically you're gonna have like a shortstop in motion kind of thing going on. And then there's going to be the liner hit behind them, and then they got to do like try to do a backflip to catch it, you know. It's not going to happen a lot, but occasionally you're just going to get some highlights out of this that are going to be fantastic. <laughs> then you've got the uh, the bases, which um, I know it's more to try to keep people from getting hurt, like getting spiked, um, especially running through first base, and um, say you've got a a grounder to first, and the pitcher's trying to stab at the base and. Um, maybe, maybe stop a little bit of that. I mean, the base isn't going to be massively bigger. It's only going to be like an inch or two on either side bigger, something like that. <clears throat> but I, I don't think that'll have any effect. I know I saw um, one of the writers say that the owners think it would increase stolen bases, and I'm like, two yeah, inches, two two or I three. Doubt I mean, granted, Phil Razor has done a lot with two or three inches, but two or three inches is not going to do much with stealing bases. No. Honestly, like banning the shift, I don't think we're going to notice after like two days. And I don't think we're I don't think we're going to notice the bases at all. Well, and then the clock is the other potential. I don't think we'll notice that that much. I mean, it'll take care of some of them human rain delay pitchers. That's about it. You know, shout out to Wade Miley. He used to just get it. And rip it. <laughs> Still not over that move. Mm. <clears throat> well, that should uh, about wrap up this edition of the podcast. We'll go around the room here, uh, get everybody's final thoughts. And Ryan, let's start with you. Yeah, um, as I've said multiple times, I'm happy baseball back. Baseball's back. And um, shout out to uh, the Unc Ram. And uh, also, my hot take for the year is that Tyler Stevenson is going to blast 25 bombs this year. Yeah. Yes. That Branch, awesome. your final thoughts. I'm so happy baseball's back. Uh, this this whole deal just sucked balls. Literally. It was horrible. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what to expect with the Reds now. It's hard to predict anything because we have no idea what this roster is going to look like. 
Uh, you know, I mean, we know that Joey's going to be on it. We're pretty sure that Robert Stevenson's going to be the catcher. Robert, Robert Stevenson. Stevenson. I don't know. I, 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 Tyler Stevenson. We're getting him <laughs> back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't I've put that bad drinking. juju on me. Nah, yeah, I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> and I don't – other than that, I mean, Johnson India is going to be playing second base, but we don't know a ton. I mean, that outfield is a mess, but I'm sure it'll work itself out. And I, and I can't wait to find out what happens. And this weekend is going to be a goddamn blast. There is going to be so many players and transactions move. Like, we're going to be like, you know, trying to remember who goes to what team by Monday. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. Except for the Reds, who are going to do nothing. Uh, <laughs> Carlos, your final thoughts. Oh, man, I'm just excited. Baseball's back. It's going to start pretty much on time. Um, sorry to all you Cincinnati opening day diehards. You're going to have to wait a little bit, but it'll be all right. Um, I'm excited for all the booze that are going to happen. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun tracking that over the next few weeks. And then I can't wait to act like I'm going to be interested in watching in a spring training game and then just stop watching it after the third inning and never watch spring training <laughs> games. Again. Exactly. <laughs> One of the... One for the, the background noise. The ba- yeah. The only just, thing. Just I know it's there, right? Just so you know it's there. I don't want to watch it, but okay, they're playing good. Good. All right. You just reminded me of something when you talk about that. The best highlight to ever come out of spring training with Marty Brenneman. <laughs> he was questioned about. Um, he said something about a potential roster move on air, and it's not for sure known if it was Rob Butcher or somebody else with the Reds who came to the booth to challenge him, and he was caught on a live mic saying, let's see, let me get pull that up, saying this. With two outs and the bases empty. Down and away a ball. Strike. Take over. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? Who's your favorite call? It's the usual on the radio. Really? Yes, don't challenge me, boy. When I use something like that, do not challenge me. No, no, no. use what you did. Pitches outside. The count evens at two balls and two balls. Marty Brenneman telling Rob Butcher, do you think I'm fucking stupid on air? <laughs> that that's, well, that's yeah. rest in peace, Marty. Rest, rest in, in peace. peace. <laughs> he take it too uh, soon, Marty. Uh, that's going to be my final thought because I just any any chance I get to listen to that just makes me smile. Or fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rob Butcher for being a prick. It's not like I'm ever going to get a credential, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, can't even get a goddamn hat. I honestly- Exactly. I don't, I don't think this ownership has got to make it. Uh, well, uh, he'll be gone. I think. I think there's about to be a turnover. There's. There's no way these people are actually enjoying this shit. I don't know. Yeah. We They're, can only hope. No, Bob Castellini's in his 80s, so maybe we just have to wait for Father Time. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's Phil. Ugh. But that, 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 I don't. There's no way they're enjoying that shit. And that that stuff coming out with 
Bob getting after Hal you know, McCoy, trying Hal to get McCoy, Hal McCoy, McCoy shit, man, and all that. And it's like, there's no way, there's no way he's enjoying owning the Reds right now. Well, and he got the Inquirer to take down a story on his son was arrested for domestic violence. Yeah. That's, Let's just shit on the Castellanis for another hour. I don't care. <laughs> hey, that's one of my favorite pastimes right there. I mean, like, you have skiing, you know, wakeboarding. I love motorcycles, but I love shitting on the Castellanis. Okay, so I saw um, Kanye and freaking uh, Antonio Brown are interested in buying some team. I forgot the hell, who the hell it was. Would you rather have them on the team or the Castellanis? Uh, it would be entertaining if they owned a team. I can tell you that. Yeah, at least it would be. It actually would be entertaining. Um, I mean, you know what? They'd probably make D on the damn GM. I'd love it. They, Kanye'd run out on the field in the middle of the game and stop the game. He would. He'd run out there with a microphone and be like, "We need to talk, you Kim. <laughs> we need to talk about Pete Davidson." <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I said on Twitter the other day, I want to be the first owner of MLB to get kicked out of a ball game for arguing balls and strikes. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, Marge no. not get kicked once? Because that That's seems like right up her alley. She got kicked out for being a Nazi, not for yeah. yelling at balls <laughs> yeah. and strikes. That's true. That her dog shitting all over the astroturf. <laughs> That's probably a good spot to end. So for uh, Carlos and Branch and Ryan, this is Coop saying we will. Talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio.